Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And welcome to the Dream Factory. <laughs> Come on in. Come on in. Come into the Dream Factory. It's lovely and warm, and it's not like an actual factory where people are working at low wages in horrible conditions. Although not all factories. Like I saw, what's his name? Greg Wallace? Yeah. He did a tour of a factory where they made like drumsticks and stuff. Not chicken drumsticks, the sweet. And everyone yeah. seems to be having a great time. It's the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast factory. That wouldn't be a nasty place to work. No. We pay fair. We pay the living wage. We pay double. We pay double the living wage, which is why we employ no one. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many film ideas as we like, but only one of those ideas... Imagine that. Imagine how harsh the filters are here at the Dream Factory. Only one of those ideas can be taken to the next stage, where once all mobile communication platforms are wiped out, it will be passed down from generation to generation on a slip of parchment until it is the only remaining evidence of what life was like in 2018. I'm Joel, a man who puts the bant in bantamweight, and across from me is John Harris, a man who, despite everything in his nature telling him otherwise, stayed up past 2am last night, and he wasn't playing video games or reading manga. Yeah, those are those Do you love my... manga? Oh. What's your favourite manga? Just the main one. Yeah, One Punch Man. That's the that is one. Yeah, no, no. Which is really funny because it sounds like you'd made it. You could make yeah. it up. You could say anything. Two, kick pu- two Punch Man. <laughs> you kickhead. <laughs> yeah, I'm a kickhead. And what? There's a thousand books about me. John. Mm. Yeah, mate. Look, I've got a train to catch. Yeah. You've got a nap to have. Yeah. Should we give the listeners 25 or so minutes of hot content? Yeah. Give me a film idea. What about this one from B? 13 going on dirty. I've just read it and I'm already disgusted and I want to go back in time. Look, according to Scouting for Girls, 30 is the age that a girl gets really dirty. Ah, 30 going on dirty. Let's let's make it that. What if it's about a teenager who wants to do a rough mudder? Tough mudder. A tough mudder. Yeah. You can tell John loves exercise. A <laughs> guff mudder. <laughs> um... Yeah, okay, so she's 30, which is the age a girl gets truly dirty. Yeah, so Scout for Girls famously said it's probably one of their... They know what happens at all the ages. <laughs> they haven't revealed it yet, but they know all the decades. Extensive studies. <laughs> Although maybe not, because they say ain't that the age a girl gets really dirty. So they're not sure. They have an idea of They want happens. some 30-year-old girls to let them know. <laughs> I look forward to she's finding... She's dirty turned 30 
Ain't that the age of Gorgeous? No, she's flirty turned 30. Ain't that the age of Gorgeous really dirty? Aren't they a great band? Ah, one of the finest. So what else, what other decades do you think, and what allegations do you think Skyping for Girls are making about those decades? Naughty 40. Thrifty 50. (laughs) You're going to retire soon. (laughs) Brixty 60. Yeah, building a house. Building a house. (laughs) 70, heaven tea. You're dead. (laughs) That's a sad thing. Uh, 80 latey you were late to die <laughs> 90 wine tea look you've lived to 90 drink wine all the time <laughs> have a drink Treat 100 yourself. wow <laughs> <laughs> that's great they never made a song that high because they didn't believe it could be done 20, they weren't singing about fucking turtles 20, or parrots 20 plenty you should probably stop eating so much yeah you, come on <laughs> uh, your metabolism's slowing down now you're in your 20s before when you were 10 you could eat a hen <laughs> But now you can't. <laughs> Nought. You've just been brought into the world. And that's Scouting for Girls. They're, that's their entire oeuvre. How many albums do you think they released? Three? Mm. And they've only so far done the 30 dirty ride. Yeah. We've got a long, we've got a long time. <laughs> Imagine going to their gigs in like 20 years. We need at least 30, really old. 30 albums before they've covered all decades. Uh, I think the people want... Anyway, I think that answers one, B's question. Not one, a question, is it? Because once Scouting for Girls come up with these decade allegations, they need at least two albums just to cool off. Yeah, because pr- they need. Well, that's their time when they're doing the studies. <laughs> they just release music to fund their studies. Uh, and also, the problem is it's the same woman. <laughs> so they have to wait 10 years. They're screwed for 20 or not. Yeah, they missed that. They missed the boat. They, it's anecdotal. Oh, that's good. How about one from me? Yeah. Um, Chris just sent in this headline that's on BBC News. Oh, thanks, Chris. Six months of jams after Brexit. Now, initially, <laughs> yeah, I know. Where I, I thought it was another one of my my themes. Yeah. Imagine a world where there's okay. no insert yeah. food stuff here. Yeah. Jam. So mm. imagine you got told there was six months left of jam. What would you? How do you feel about that? They're going to turn off the pumps at the Hartley. No factory way. In six oh. months. I would. Would you stop, Paul? I don't think I would. I'd be to broadly. Yeah, broadly yeah. disinterested in I'd the buy whole a peanut thing. farm. I think I'd I think I'd like to make sure that I had one vinyl Victoria sponge before they On the last day out. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But that's still delicious without jam. Mm. But is it, it no, I that's a horrible thing to say and I take yeah, that back. You've really upset the Victoria Sponge community. I've I've upset Queen Victoria. Yeah. And um, because the thing is, I I think you're right, like it's still a delicious cake and I'd probably rather have a different dessert. I am right. However yeah. however, in its absence I think I'd miss it. Just knowing that I couldn't have it. Like an old-fashioned yeah. birthday cake. Yeah, it would be sad. I never really have jam, mm. but I do know it's there. Yeah, exactly. All, everyone's got jam in their cupboard. Go and look in your cupboard right now. Yeah. Even if you've just moved into a new house, there's some jam, and it's half full. Yeah. Mine's in the fridge. It's inexplicable. Favourite berry or currant in a jam? Uh, it's got to be one of the reds. It's You know, we're talking strawberry, raspberry. Like and mm. do you know what I like? Go on. I don't have it often, but when you have strawberry jam that's got big strawberries in it. Big strawberries in it? Yeah. Mm? It's got a strawberry be- like lumps in it. Uh, bit of strawberry. Mm. Mm. Uh, they need to is have that jelly. They need to have like bits of. They need to have seed or some sort of consistent. Oh, or whole, I don't. What about whole strawberries? <laughs> I don't like the ones where it's like, uh, like jelly, like what Americans would describe as jelly. Yeah, like no. a, mate, they can they can f off. Yeah, as far as I'm I concerned, I'm protected. Use language that strong. Uh, my French grandmother every single year uh, used to make uh, a, 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 like an ungodly portion of prune jam every prune. single year and everyone would just be queuing up for the toilet 
Is that yeah? Prunes, mate. Oh, yeah. I'll say. Well, I didn't. Um, I never I thought about confirm. that. Um, we're at, we're actually quite close to Jeremy Corbyn right now. I thought you were going to say John's toilet, um, <laughs> and he's uh, he requested that. <laughs> aren't we? We're quite close to Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, where we're, we're in recording. his constituency. He could be making jam right now. He could be. Anyway, here's the look. All of what I just said is relevant. <laughs> it's about traffic jams, <laughs> and it's actually that. We're gonna have. Well, none of this makes any sense to me. But how do they know there's gonna be six months of traffic jams? Is that, that the one same traffic? traffic yeah. Jam? Is there one guy at the back of you that traffic go, jam for six months? If there was like, you know, when you get on a roller coaster, it's like ninety minutes from here. <laughs> yeah, you six put, months from here, you're probably, ah, you probably. You put on not. Google Maps, it's like traffic six alert. Months. Six months. <laughs> What's the longest Google Maps you can do? Yeah, I think I think I could do from here to Australia right now. Right now, right, fucking right, you can do now. It right now. <laughs> yeah. well, I doubt about that. Joey, have a go. The guys at Google are probably finished for the day. It's six o'clock. <laughs> I only ever search nine to five. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm always looking for that Dolly Parton track. When Joel Google, when Joel Google's, um, he puts hello. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, six months of jams. So what? This is about a community that form in the traffic jam. Okay. And they they don't know anything about the outside world apart from what they can get on a local radio station that's the only one available on that FM. Okay. And so I'm they in, form like board. a cult and a religion around maybe like the breakfast presenter on that station. Oh, he's like lovely. He's like your classic. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. welcome to Wacky Tuesdays. Is Coming this, up, we've got a guy from the local Halfords. Is this Dover? So is that Kent? So is that yeah. KMFM? KMFM. Big oh, song. dreams. And may, hey, maybe I'm bitter that they never emailed me back about having a show on KMFM. Hmm. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Um, right. So yeah, they become a community. Six months of traffic jams. They fall in love. There are kids born in the traffic jam. Yep. There's a pregnant lady at the start. Yeah. And uh, do you know what? When the uh, traffic eases up at the end, they just stay there. The, the traffic eases up, but the first thing they want is a lovely bit of jam. <laughs> Sad to say, guys. It's With all gone. entire strawberries in it. They've survived on uh, glove box sweets for six months. Uh, you know those ones? In the metal dish. Yeah. They're, they're a classic, aren't they? Yeah. I always, when I was a kid, I thought they were so expensive. When, uh, like, like, I thought they cost £100 from what? Harrods. Why are there specific sweets for travelling? What's that all about? But like on planes as well, there's that idea, you know, semi-abusive if you think I'm wrong, but the idea that if you're eating like a hard-boiled sweet, your ears aren't going to explode. It's because you're sucking, and that motion pulls your ears around. My, uh, I just suck my thumb. <laughs> what about when you're on a plane? <laughs> um, I, I did suck my thumb as a child, until probably too late. Uh, uh, right! What about this one from Lizzie? Mary, Queen of Slots. It's nice. Mary tearing it up in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Clacton on Sea. She start- I've been to one of them. She starts up. So she starts off in Scotland. She plays. Oh, what? Is there some sort of slot circuit? Yeah. So she does the. The stakes uh, have to get higher the, and higher. The Glasgow. That's my Scottish accent. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Thank you. What's what's the angle? In my head, I'm like thinking of like pinball wizard style angle where there's some sort of way that there's something that should get in the way of her being able to be this incredible. Well, someone in Vegas gets wind of this amazing slot player. This amazing young Scottish lady. And they call them over to compete okay. in slots. Is there any skill to slots? Hmm... Well, I know there's that theory that like, oh, this slot machine's hot, and so like, if someone yeah. gets off one that they've been on for a while, you like jump on to to follow it up, and that's the um. I know that this is obviously now we're going different. Actually, this is going to bring you into a lovely little anecdote you told me the other day. The claws in arcades, apparently, they are nope. They're entirely 
about skill. skill. So there, there's like a rotation apparently. So no, like every ninth go, no, they no, they no, grasp. No, no. That's what the apparently. Pure skill. And if you're good at them, you're yeah. a very skilled guy. I watched a TV show about it. Yeah. Well, I lived it, mate. Yeah, I am on. Mary Queen of Slots. Uh, I went to Japan. Yeah. A couple of years ago, and I hit. They love arcades over there. You can't move for arcades. And I hit a hot streak on those machines like you would not believe. Yeah. To the point that my girlfriend's room now is just populated by giant cuddly toys. We had to carry them all around Japan. And then at one point, it was just with us on the plane, <laughs> this giant Eevee. I caught a big Eevee. I caught a big Bulbasaur. But you know, the wasn't all, all good, mate. Yeah, well, well, at one point, I won three power packs for Charge Your Phone just because I could. <laughs> You were just off your But the worst nut. one, there's four different Kirbys, right? You know, Kirby, the little pink guy, he swallows a guy, he takes on the powers of the guy. Classic Nintendo There's four characters. Kirby. Pink yeah. Kirby, original. Yeah. Green Kirby, envious. Blue Kirby, cold. And yellow Kirby, don't know. Diseased. Diseased Kirby. Liver diseased Kirby. <laughs> and I won three of them, and I could never get the yellow one. And I tried in so many machines, and never sorry, got it. And so I've just got three of them at home. And they all look, they all, they're always looking around for their mate. I'm sorry. I've never, I mean, I position them to do that. I, <laughs> but still very sad. To, when I forget I've done that and I come home and they're all like, oh, where is it? Where is the yellow? Just like holding them. Where is the yellow? Sometimes one? I'll paint myself yellow and <laughs> sit in a big ball. But they know. They know it's me. You sit You sit behind the, like the cupboard they're on, yeah. just painted your face yellow. Your mouth wide open. <laughs> and they're like, they, but they know it's me. Yeah. They appreciate the effort, yeah. but they don't appreciate the lack of effort while I was over in I'm not Tokyo. Gonna, I'm not going to lie. I think yellow would be the last one I want. I think you've got to have the classic pink. Yeah, of course. Mate, of course. But yeah. once you've got three out of four, yeah. I don't care what colour it is. You've got a fever. You could smell of vomit and I'd still want it. <laughs> More. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Um, how about this? Yep. This is from Tallulah. Lovely. It's Dexy's Midnight Run. Yeah. We have never made up anyone who's sent in a contribution on this podcast. The De Niro classic reimagined with much more of the song Come On Eileen. Well, I like it a lot. 
Thank you very much. Do you know much. anything about Midnight Run? Um, no, Isn't I know. It's supposed to be brilliant. My good friend, my, one of my closest friends, yeah. uh, Boyd Hilton, recommended I watch it. Oh, oh yeah. Come on. Johnny, watch Midnight Run. Should Is that I, what he sang yeah, to you? Come I, on. Should I call Johnny, him Johnny, watch Midnight Boyd, Run. Boy, do you think do you think the film Midnight Run would be improved if it was soundtracked by Dexy's Midnight Runners? I'm sure he'd say yes. Yeah, he would. Because he says that about every film. Lord yeah. of the Rings. <laughs> he was really angling for more come on Eileen. It's almost like he's got a writing credit on it. Yeah, I um I worked on a podcast for a while where he was like reviewing stuff mm. and the amount of mentions of Come on Eileen I had to edit out of every episode. <laughs> he had like different filters for how he would rate it, like acting, cinematography, scripting, amount of Come on Eileen in the film. <laughs> and what was really weird is it was a total score. Yeah. Acting you could score three points. Mm. Directing two. Writing up to four points. <laughs> Amount of Come On Eileen, a million points. <laughs> so if anyone had any Come On Eileen, it would immediately be the greatest one, mate. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's what a song, though. Eh? What about the bit where it slows down, then it speeds off again? How do they do that? <laughs> so clever. It's, it's some of the cleverest stuff in the history of cinema, Mister Grove. What about this one from Jason? Uh, he sent us this picture. Have you seen this film? Do you know about this? No, I don't know about it. I. I thought he'd got good at Photoshop. Well, no. I thought he'd downloaded Photoshop. No, well, clearly not. I think it's a film that actually exists. Uh, for the listener, because, you know, you probably need to know. It's a film called uh, Mrs. Aris Goes to Paris. And it stars Angela Lansbury playing yeah. my mother. <laughs> so, and yeah. She is French as well, your mum. Yeah. What the hell? What, Mrs. Aris Goes to Paris? It all adds up. Yeah. It's literally about your... This is a biopic of your mum. Yeah, I mean, the fact that my mum was French and my surname Rhyme of Paris was something that came up a lot in my childhood. Um, what you haven't, what you failed to mention is there's no H on Harris in that title. Yeah, so Mrs. Mrs. Harris. Mrs. Harris has gone to Paris. And I bet she gets into all sorts of mischief. Yeah, so... on Even on the cover, she's sort of got her arms out as if to say, oh, well, getting up mischief. to mischief. <laughs> What, all right, what I the apostrophe over the H implies some sort of like cockney geezeriness to it almost, doesn't it? Mrs. Aries. Yeah. Well, it could be like Mary Poppins style, Dick Van Dyke fun. Because I don't imagine Angela Lansbury as much of a cockney. She's way too well spoken. She's versatile. Well, that's why I need Haven't to- you ever seen, what's his name? Rodney? Nicholas Lindhurst? Have you ever seen him speak? Mm. He's so posh. Is he? Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I love it when that's there's um do you He's s- Johnny Posh. Have you seen a TV show called uh Line of Duty? Yeah. You know the main guy, the Essex guy? Oh I'm the I'm the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I've got to get you in real yeah, trouble well, over here. Yeah, oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a deep Scottish accent when he talks. Really? Oh yeah. Hello Yeah. It's amazing. It blows my oh. The idea, the acting, a- even though, yeah, like for some reason, <laughs> cool if a- acting. If there's an actor or like a yeah, if there's an actor you discover or like first see playing a character that doesn't do their normal voice. Yeah, the first time you hear their normal voice, you're like, "Fuck off!" It's like Americans with Idris Elba. Um, are you, Hugh Laurie. Are you suggesting we reveal our real voices on the podcast now? No, maybe next week. People couldn't handle it. Maybe, maybe on Christmas Day. Yeah, if we do ten it, seconds. Yeah. Oh, man. It's really scary, though. I'm not really sure microphones pick up our real voices, so that could be an issue. What about this one from Sean? I think this might be my favourite for a very long time. I'm sorry for... Wow, Sean! For any bias here. Um, 
The Notting Hills have Very eyes. good. Very, very, very good. As soon oh. as you said Notting Hill, I knew where that was going. After falling in love, Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts find Notting Hill overrun with mutants who have a taste for human flesh and must fight back to survive. I love it. Is it, the, is it like the credits of Notting Hill? Roll and they're just like, oh shit! And then the <laughs> that'll be really good. Stop and immediate sequel. Yeah, <laughs> they don't do enough immediate sequels. They where they changed... time on this, they said it was four hours, but it seems to be coming to an end. Uh, it's like a proper record scratch. Start. <laughs> so they know they're in a film, but they also know they're being killed by zombies. No, they don't know they're in a film. Why would they know? They're I'd in love a film? to see Hugh Grant killing zombies. He, I mean, Hugh Grant has had a real like reconnaissance mm. he's had like um do you mean renaissance reconnaissance R- reconnaissance mean he's been out spying <laughs> <laughs> he from his- became so unfashionable and and unrecognizable that mi6 hired him for reconnaissance missions he pro- <laughs> i promised that i wouldn't tell anyone that so he's really gonna be annoyed yeah because he was that he didn't you probably think he had a lapse in his acting career no 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 he was a secret agent Wait, so it's Renaissance. Yeah. Is it coming back? So the, the Reconnaissance like, is because his name's McConaughey. <laughs> you not figured that out? What, but what if he's a spy? What are they going to say when he becomes a spy? Uh, Matthew McConaughey Reconnaissance. <laughs> Matthew Reconnaissance. There you go. Um, yeah, I love it. That's I, what we'll say. <laughs> when that inevitably happens. Okay, what about this one from Lem? Starfish Wars. Okay. Is it... A long, long time ago in a rock pool far away. Yeah. Okay, I can get into it. It's at night. And Why? it's a... Well, oh, just to give the kind of spacey vibe. It's all dark and the, oh, nice. they're like neon lit up. Oh, yeah. And... Um, you ever flung a starfish about? Have I ever flung a starfish yeah. about? Come on, be honest about things you did to animals as a kid. I, I honestly don't think I did. I was horrible with like f- um, baby frogs and stuff. Not like killing them and stuff, but French. like I'd be, I'd be all up Frying in their the, legs? I'd be all up in their grill. No, they'd be all up on my grill. Hey, hey. Uh, oh, no. hey. hey. cooking them. Yeah. What? Uh, what did you do to frogs? I would just be like, call I, them, would you call them names? <laughs> You're shit. Yeah, you're a little ugly idiot. Yeah, yeah. slimy. Yeah. Yeah. I I I remember really vividly. I had well, as a kid, I had a supply teacher, and we would have been in like year five or something. So we were like ten years old, mm. and um, she read us a poem about frogs and how people find them disgusting mm-hmm. and she was like um it was this theory or something that like as you get older you find them disgusting when younger you didn't which is totally true i think i think frogs are like horrible now but when i was a kid oh, I, I love frogs i oh, really yeah. when i was a kid like little frogs all over my, my love for frogs grows day oh, by really? day okay like i f- was big into reptiles and amphibians as a kid oh, and i just yes. still am okay but this poem uh, you know says this and um she was like, oh, so why do you think that is? And th- this class was like, oh, maybe because like, they're slimy and they jump mm. and stuff. And uh, she was like, no, it's because you associate them with sex. And I really vividly remember it. Cause How old are you? N- none of I swear I was in primary school. And the teacher was sucked immediately. <laughs> yeah. Was the teacher a frog? What's going on here? <laughs> is the teacher just trying to do some like clever shit? I don't like, know. Oh, these kids. I hate reading these fucking poems. I'm going to search for a deeper meaning. Yeah, I'm going to scar these kids for life. Yeah. So every time you see a frog, do you think about sex? She's probably the first person in a position of authority to talk about and sex. A toads are grey area. What's toads? Just foreplay? <laughs> no, toads would be after. They're like, yeah. 
Anyway, they're pretty cool. What was your question? Do I think whenever I think of sex, I now think of frogs? No, other way around. You, uh, you pervert. <laughs> um, you want to have sex with frogs? No. Whenever you see a frog, do you think about that teacher? No. How often do you think about that teacher? I, I, I don't. How often do you think about frogs? I can't remember the teacher. I just remember the circumstance. That's weird. Yeah. What, so when you imagine that. It's just, just a supply teacher for one day. Words on a board. A supply teacher came in for one day <laughs> and told you that frogs are sex and left. I'd love to catch up with everyone from that primary <laughs> class now. That's got to have affected them in some really quite profound ways. Oh, the head teacher comes in. This is Mr. Jobkins for the day. He's going to do poems with you. That'd be nice, won't it? Frogs, frogs are, are sex. sex. Just writes it on the board. Frogs <laughs> are sex. All of you kids are like, like as if G-force is hitting your faces. <laughs> Class dismissed. Um, <laughs> what animal in the aquarium do you think is the Jedi of this world? <laughs> the jellyfish. The jelly. Oh, nice. No, no. I'll take that back. I was thinking seahorse. I'm not sure Oh, why. they are cool. <laughs> and they could hold a lightsaber in their little tail. Yeah. And then there'd be that, you know, the weird lantern fish. That's yeah. like the Sith, isn't it? Yeah, oh, big time. Big yeah. time. And then... Um, cool. What's a crab? <laughs> <laughs> What's a crab in Star Wars? Uh, <laughs> crab in... Oh, well, there's, well, there is one who's already basically a fish, isn't there? Abrakbar. It's a trap. Yeah, he's he's in it. Yeah, he's just there. Abrakbar. He owns the fish he's tank. He's delighted to have been in every Star Wars film. <laughs> hey, John, should we do our own film ideas? Oh, here's the good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Who's going to go first? Me. Mortal Engines. Yeah. It's exactly like cars, but all of the cars are hammered. Or as they <laughs> say in Newcastle, mortal. Yeah. Okay. If the, What's your idea? If the car was drunk, yeah. would I get in trouble? If I put vodka <laughs> in my car instead of petrol. <laughs> the car was drunk, yeah. Your Honor. I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, what I'm imagining is a future where these autonomous cars become so autonomous, they just love a piss up. I know that we're not here to like talk about um, actual films that are happening and stuff, but Mortal Engines is well weird. It looks like a massive, huge... Where does it come from? Blockbuster Where does it come thing. From? I've not heard anything about it. And all of a sudden... Yeah. Everyone's in it. Yeah, but like you say, all of a sudden, but it's not actually had that big a push considering. No, like, that's, there's what a couple posters. that's what I mean. Yeah. Like I saw a trailer for it and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And there's a couple of big act- actors in it. Hugo, is Hugo in it? He's normally yeah, in it. All of the Hugos are in it, mate. Boss. Yeah, Hugo Boss is in it. He designed the outfits. Uh, Hugo Weaving's in it. Yeah. And I think Hugo Weaving uh, is genuinely in yeah, it. Yeah, and the Tottenham goalkeeper Hugo Lloris. <laughs> he's in it as well. Oh, I'm really glad yeah. he's, he's onto stuff. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, drunk cars. I guess that's that works. If you know, in the in the cars universe, I assume they can get drunk. Of course, there's car pubs, and if it's they... just that they're all drunk. There's nothing more to it, John. Here's a question, Joel. I think it's a really good question. Thanks, mate. Michael Caine is Michael Caine one of them? Yeah, he Michael is. Caine is also a good yeah. idea for a film. We'll save that for later. Ca- one single camera on Michael Caine as he gets pissed. <laughs> you would watch like that oh, Harrison yeah, film. I would watch it. No, right. Here is a genuine good question. Stop pointing at me. <laughs> and then don't do like, what just happened then? John was pointing at me and I shamed him for it. And so he did like the Carly Ma thing from Indiana Jones where they're going to take the heart out of your chest. Oh, I was doing more of like a... Carly th- Ma! <laughs> That's what a, you did. I was doing a force Imagine choke. you took my heart out. <laughs> It'd be good for the listens. Uh, do they have parking spaces in the car universe? Uh, no. Because they have houses. Yeah. What do they put in their parking I bet you space? 50p. I bet you if we watch the Cars movies, mm. there'll be some parking spaces. Good and point. there'll be cars parked in it for yeah, no reason. They, yeah. What's that? They can't pull up and then get go somewhere, can they? <laughs> no. Everywhere is a drive-thru. 
What are the, what's Everywhere is a drive through <laughs> A song about America. Is that a Nick Knowles B side? Yeah. Oh, don't get me don't get me started on how everyone loves Nick Knowles music now. I'm sorry. I've been championing that music for literally two years, or maybe one year. Well, maybe I was championing the B sides before it was an album. But I've been a big and you're you're you're. Oh. I've been honestly. Joel's been there been since day dot. Yeah. I'm Nick Knowles' number one original music fan, and now everyone's jumping on it. Oh, Chris Moore was playing it on the radio. Fuck off. What's your film idea? Harry Potter and the Chamber Pot of Secrets. Yes, Pissy Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. Um, what's the Ron thing? Ron Weasley. Hello. Yeah. Neville Longbottom that does poos. <laughs> you, do, you could have just stopped at bottom. <laughs> we all got it. Um, the, like pensive is water, so a piss pot could be a pensive of sorts, couldn't it? Well, and you get wee memories. That's what the pensive is, isn't it? Yeah, right. It's your memories. So it, they extract the wee from you, yeah. and it's all your memories of different... Your times you've weed, or that's good. I think so. I'm I'm on board with it. If you have too much butter beer and can't remember your evening, because you can't remember your evening in your brain, amazing. You use you a pee pencil. All your shame. Yeah, that's great. Oh, thanks, man. And you take it out of it. Oh, that's really good. So you wee it away, and it's no longer in your head. Yeah. So you get smashed. You do some terrible things, it's and then you have a wee and just stick it in a jar, <laughs> which I do anyway. But there's no use for that at the moment. <laughs> They're just collectible. Oh, uh, well. Anyway, that brings us to the end of the podcast. We know it's the end of the podcast because there is a rat-tat-tat at the studio door. And entering the door today is no. only bloody Eileen from the song Come On. Come on, Eileen! Come and record your podcast. Boyd's going to love it. Oh, that was good, mate. Well done. Joel's standing up. He's ready to leave. This post ramble is going to happen. I'm uh, off to catch a train. I'm off to catch a train. High speed train. High speed train. Taking me to Booze Town. Um, Joel was supposed to go watch a football game this weekend, but it's been cancelled due to tension in What's France. What's the French for cancelled? Annulé. Non. Le foot annulé. Yeah. What does that mean? No, the football's cancelled. Wow. Close enough. But people would know what I meant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I wanted was to je regarde le foot. <laughs> oh. Je but now, non le foot annulé. Je le regarde le foot. <laughs> non, je le, non, je le regarde yeah. le foot. Non, regarde le foot. Ah, and, beer, and I, non, regarde le foot. foot. <laughs> and uh, me and the lads, that, I mean, yeah. the whole weekend was centred around that. Yeah. And all we've done is Google what to do in Toulouse, and all there is is escape the room games. There's a street with four of them on. <laughs> They're going to do an escape room crawl. It's yeah, going to be... It's going to be wild. Brilliant. It's all going to be in French. So we won't actually get out the first one. Ah, échappé le sale. Your annulé. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.